Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Wednesday here on the program. You know what that means, AW and NXT. Coming up tonight, we've gone over the lineups for both shows forever now, so I don't think I'll have to do that again. But I do have, we do have something new involving NXT here today. After the break, I will in fact give you the legitimate brackets for the Women Dusty Classic. It looks like there's only eight teams. So, I guess we don't have to put the Iconics back together or... There were some other weird ones in the fantasy brackets, but I'm going to read the brackets. Maybe you'll like the fantasy ones better, but we're going to read those here today on the program. We've also got a lot of information about AEW and Impact Wrestling, including Tony Khan talking about how the whole thing came together. And, of course, there were appearances again last night on Impact by AEW stars, including Tony Khan making his on-screen debut, in-person debut, I should say. And also Private Party and Matt Hardy were on the show. So we can talk about that. And then, for those of you that watched the Raw show Monday night, well, whatever you want to say about that Alexa Bliss-Oscar match, at the end of the day, Alexa Bliss beat the Raw Women's Champion. Right? Right. Well, we now have some announcements as to what Alexa Bliss is going to be doing at the Royal Rumble. Would you like to guess... Well, I'll give you some time to do that because we're going to go to a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what WWE has announced that Alexa Bliss is going to be doing at the Royal Rumble. Perhaps you will be surprised, perhaps not. So that'll be after the break as well. We're going to take a lot of feedback here today. The text message line, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Calls maybe later on today. I'll decide as we get going. Back in a moment with Mike Sempervivi and more Wrestling Observer Live. With
Without more licensed workers, Gary's roofing business might hit its ceiling. Hey, that new contract just got pushed up. We are going to need all hands on deck to make this happen. Hey, Gary, you book me on that other job next week. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, they also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra Dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash proextra. New year, more rewards, Pro Extra, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or you just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust, and nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't even using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, we now have nine entrants for the Royal Rumble. And for the Men's Royal Rumble, we got Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, Randy Orton. I guess yeah, this was all he talked about on Monday. I should know that. Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro, and Jeff Hardy. And for the Women's Royal Rumble, we have Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Mandy, Dana, Peyton, Shayna Baszler, and Alexa Bliss. I guess technically she declared for the Royal Rumble during the the Playhouse segment that she did on Monday, but 
She's in the Royal Rumble, but she just beat the women's champion. I guess maybe, since they love her, she could wrestle twice on the show. I guess that's a possibility, but right now, the woman who beat the women's champion is in the Royal Rumble to get a shot at the women's champion. Don't look at me. Now, we do, in fact, have the brackets for the first-ever women's Dusty Classic. Hold on a second. What's that face for, Mike? Before you get to that, why doesn't Alexa just, you know, wait until she's in some sort of trouble during the Rumble and then turn into her alternate character? And then that way everybody will just be scared and jump out of the ring and then she'll win, right? She's well, got we don't know if she can be lifted. It's it's unconfirmed whether you become very heavy when you become a fiend. Like but she can, you could be, you can not sell anything and still get tossed over the top rope. It's different. But what if everybody else is just so scared uh, of you that they all fall into fear? I mean, and they can't lift you up. <laughs> they out fall of into fear. The ring well, is surrounded by fear. Oscar obviously turned into something else when she had to deal with Alexa. There, she was all freaked out and everything, and Alexa got the victory over her. Why don't we just wait for something supernatural to happen for the Rumble? I mean. I think the better logical question, Mike, is the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a title shot, but Alexa beat the women's champion. Wouldn't it be a lot easier for just to say, I beat the champion, I want my title shot. Instead, she's going to go through 30 other women to maybe get a title shot? Maybe she wants to throw fire at the 29 other women. You don't know. Also, stupid. Adam Pierce on Twitter explained that Management apparently has a list of people that are allowed to declare and that are not allowed to declare. Wow. Well, it seems to be with the men, as long as you've held a notable championship, you seem to be fine. Nobody believes me. I'm not making this up, everybody. Uh, Sorry, Mike. I'm not making this up. That's what he said on Twitter. (laughs) There is a list of people that are allowed to declare and a list of people that are not allowed to declare. That's their storyline. So they actually have a list of geeks... And I don't know what the other people are. They all appear to be geeks to me, but there's like a, a hierarchy of geek. And well, Drew Gulak and, and Ricochet are in the lower hierarchy of geek that are not yeah, allowed but, to declare. Yeah, but you've been saying this for a long time. I mean, look, that's the well, 24-7 division. Yeah, I mean, look, but like Lashley's held a major title. AJ Styles, major title. Even The Miz has held a major title. Otis has at least won money in the bank. I mean... You seem to at least have to be able to say you've accomplished something, whereas Ricochet and, and Chad Gable, who else has been shut out of this mix? Drew Gulak, you know, those people aren't allowed in. Actually, if somebody could email me what we do know about the geek hierarchy, like, can someone send me a list of who has been allowed to declare? Like, obviously, most of the people on the list here, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ, Randy, Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro, and Jeff Hardy. I presume that they're all on the upper hierarchy of geek because they actually were allowed to declare. But I think we know Gulak was not allowed. No. Uh, Ricochet was not allowed. No. Who else has not been allowed to declare? It appears all of the women. I'm guessing Tozawa is not going to be allowed. He probably would have to win a match would be my guess. But I don't know because some people people are definitely geeks, like the Lucha House Party, because they're always chasing the – they're chasing truth. But – when they go to NXT, they move into a different hierarchy because then they just get title shots. It's a very complicated. God bless the, the the Twitch homies here who are like, you know, what abouting? Like, what about Ricochet's run as U.S. champion? 
It's a different lifetime ago. Bro, does anyone remember, remember that? I remember his run as U.S. champion. Yeah, I don't remember that. Was it? Was he tag champion with Aleister Black? I mean, that's been, you know, I don't Aleister think so. Black situation. That was relegated Dude, Aleister history. Black is on the lowest level of geek where you can't even get on TV. Actually, that's the that's actually a higher, Brian, that's not at all. Because I would much rather be getting paid at home with my downside, not being embarrassed on TV, as opposed to doing something I don't want to do in, in some cases for some of these guys who have to look at that and look like geeks on TV. Are you sure well, that's the worst thing in the world? Well, let me put it this way, Mike. I, I don't know anything about Alistair Black. I'd never talk to the, to the bloke. But I will say that I love doing this show. And so if the, op- if the options were I can get paid and do this show or I can just hang out and get paid the same and not do the show, I would prefer to come and do the show. That'll be me after power. Even if the show sucked like it often does with you. I still enjoy doing the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about this. (laughs) Look at your face, Mike. You cracked me. I hope you're proud. All right. So here's the Dusty Classic women's brackets. These are legit, everybody. Okay? All right. These are not like these BS brackets that I heard on some other show on this site. B.A. Baracus. All right. So the left side of the the bracket... (laughs) has uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade. Who? Who? Let me repeat. Gigi Allen? These are the real brackets. I'll get to these later. Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon will be facing Marina and Zoe Stark. Marina Shafir? Yes, Marina Shafir. Okay. What, do you think the actual marina where they park boats is going to be in this tournament? Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm will face Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. This is not Rey Mysterio's daughter who has vanished off the face of the earth. This is the Aaliyah that's in NXT who surely will have to change her name if she ever gets called up. They're facing Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. So these mystery names, Mike. Mm-hmm. Dolan, Jade, and Stark. Dolan is Priscilla Kelly. Oh, wow. wow. Jade is Elena Black. And That's Stark cool. is Ricky Starks. Th- we- doing a cross-dressing gimmick. I'm Get kidding. Get out of here. Stop. Lacey Ryan. What's wrong with you? We can't have two Lacey, so now Lacey she's... Lacey Ryan. She's Stark. I am never then, going to remember these names. I won't either. Never, but... Especially in the case of like Priscilla Kelly, for heaven's sakes. Come on, why did why did we need to change her name? So really, the fantasy bracket where they like put the iconics back together and put uh, whatever they did. I mean, that actually made more sense in highlight in hindsight than all of these random people that have just been signed and are now in in this bracket. So eight teams there aren't going to be sixteen teams. So that appears to be the extent of it right there for those of you uh, those of you waiting for the brackets. You know, it's funny. I was going over those weird brackets the other day. And someone said, well, bro, if you want the real brackets, you're going to have to wait till Wednesday. And sure enough, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, not surprised at all by that. Now, we got good a lot of impact Kelly, news, by but the way. what about who, what, when, where, why? Well, I was it? No, I was going to say, good for Priscilla Kelly, though, who has improved. I don't know of how many, how much people have had a chance to see her in the last couple of years, but has improved leaps and leaps and leaps and bounds so that's a nice addition that they actually added there same thing with elena black too that's two nice additions but are these women ever going to do anything we talk about the lack of women up on the main roster and the lack of 
of you know competitors and, and new women you know in the mix uh and when are they actually going to roll some of these women up into the main roster and do something about that i'd like for them to do more than they've done with say bianca you know but still they do, do need a lot of fresh blood on the oh main roster God. and they have a ton of women that you know are sitting in nxt so i just realized this this person here says how did they decide to pair marina with zoe stark just randomly this doesn't make a lick of sense where is jessamine i was when we did those other brackets the horsewomen were in there and so as i read these brackets i presume they were in here but in fact they're not no. the only horsewoman is marina who is in there with zoe stark what's going on here anyway that's the brackets everybody back in a moment with your feedback and some impact news wrestling observer live at 28 i had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years i did and said things that the sober me never would have done one day i realized i was not invincible i was not exempt and that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement they gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912, 800-403-5912, that's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And 
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Apparently, Jessamine, I believe, has some sort of injury. I'll follow up on that, but that would explain why she's not in this tournament here. Denise, by the way, later on tonight, following the AEW and NXT shows, will be doing her program on our YouTube channel, Speak Now Pro Wrestling. You can find it video.f4wonline.com or just go to YouTube and type in F4W Online and all the information is up there. Hit that subscribe button. You'll be getting notifications, all sorts of great stuff. So you can follow all of our exciting programs on there. And if you're listening via audio, if you follow the YouTube page, you'll also get free clips every day. And obviously, if you like the clips and you think it's more fun on video, which it took me many years to determine it's more fun on video. I'm saying, Mike? Oh, I I know what you're saying. So if you like that, you can subscribe and get video podcasts as well. Mm. Love it on video. Tony Khan explained the origins of the recently formed relationship between AEW and Impact Wrestling on Renee Paquette's Oral Sessions podcast. He said it was Omega's idea. You know what that means. It was Don Callis's idea. He asked me about it, and I love good ideas, Khan said. There was something Kenny brought up that I thought was a great idea. I give 100% of the credit to Kenny. Khan brought up the relationship Callis and Omega have, noting that Omega has been a, quote, a very powerful advocate for Callis, who has made appearances in AEW as a manager for Omega. Regarding Omega's recent change in character, Khan compared it to Steve Austin's run in 2001 as a heel. Tony. Baby, mm. listen to me. Luckily, there are massive differences between Kenny Omega going heel in AEW here today and Steve Austin going heel in WWF in 2001. The difference is AEW has other baby faces. <laughs> Just want to present. He didn't want to present the same Kenny. He put so much thought into innovating and changing. He brought up his appearances with Tony Schiavone on a recent episodes, saying the paid ads idea came up. While he was backstage at the Impact taping supporting Omega. While I was there, he says, Tony Schiavone lives a couple of hours away. I said, come hang out with me. And I came up with the idea, why don't we buy ads on Impact? It's great. It promotes our show. It also keeps the storyline with them going. And, in fact, Tony Khan made an in-person appearance on the Impact show last night. So I guess all of you that were asking whether he's going to be an on-screen character. Well, he's an on-screen character on Impact now. Less so on AEW, but he has appeared there. I know some people really don't want him to be a character, but this is my thought. You're welcome to argue this. Is there anybody that doesn't know that Tony Khan is the guy behind AEW? I mean, they talk about him on the show. It's it's patently obvious. So if every now and then you see the owner, I wouldn't even mind if he played a William Regal role and like he signed a match here and there. 
Do I want Tony Khan to be a heel on-screen character? Absolutely not. Do I want Tony Khan out there interfering in matches? Absolutely not. Do I want him out there getting in the way and being Eric Bischoff as part of the NWO? Absolutely not. Do I mind if every now and then he shows up? No. But the important thing is, and hopefully Tony Khan knows this, when we rewatched all of Raw and Nitro, when we went back and watched the Monday Night Wars, Nitro was like a really good show. But everyone talks about different times when they fell off the cliff or when did things start to go south and they mentioned Starcade or the finger poke of doom or whatever. You know when that show started to fall off? The day that Eric Bischoff became a character in the NWO. As soon as that happened, you could see the storylines all of a sudden weren't making sense and this didn't go to here, whatever, because the guy was so worried about his on-screen role that the stuff that he was doing behind the scenes to make a good show fell off. Now, Eric Bischoff did make an appearance or two before he joined and became a regular on-screen character cutting promos, and the show was okay when he was just there, here, and there. So I'm okay with that. But if Tony all of a sudden is going to be out there and he's going to be doing promos and he's going to run a faction, I don't think it's a good idea. But I don't think they're going to do that. So, so far, so good, I say. Uh, to me, I don't see any need to trot him out more than three or four times a year, if that. You know, just the same way that you would see, say, Jim Crockett Jr. or something like that. And that's what I think they need on that show. I think they need a Sandy Scott, a J.J. Dillon a William Regal, some sort of authority figure there to be the mouthpiece because I don't want to see Tony Khan on there. I don't want to be reminded over and over again that he owns it. I know that. It's kind of like in the same vein with the Young Bucks or Cody Rhodes or any of them. Like, I think at this point, yes, everybody knows that they own it. Nobody is or that they have executive vice president positions. Nobody cares. To me, like, you've now established the wrestling company. That, I think, can now fade into the past unless you really need it for a, a really key big storyline. That's, to me, the only time I would trot that stuff back out again. I think we've moved past that, and I just very simply don't have any desire at all to see Tony Khan play a role, whether it be having money thrown at him by the Young Bucks because they just super kicked another announcer or him being out there. I mean, the the paid ads with Tony on Impact are one thing. that I That is okay, I guess. But him being out there in the mix, I just, you know, those things just usually don't end up well, no matter what the intentions of somebody is and no matter how much they say they've learned from the past. I just think it's one of those things that's better left in the background. Let the people that you're paying be out there and take up the TV time. Well, let me put it this way. Apparently, he also said on the the podcast that he would never be an on-screen authority figure but he is he already has been well i mean i, I think he's talking like presence. out there every week and playing the role of teddy long okay yeah so there's zero there's zero to 60 okay so 60 is teddy long coming out every week and signing a tag team match okay but there's also zero which was for example um jack tunney we barely ever saw that dude Let's say that they did the storyline with um, Cody where he said, I will never challenge for the world title again. 
And granted, there was no contract signed. It was a handshake agreement. So someday they could break that stipulation as long as it's years down the road. But let's say that there was a contract signed in storyline. And one day Cody turns heel or whatever. And he decides he's going to, he's, he doesn't care about his promise. He's going to challenge for the world title. If we had like an appearance where Tony Khan just appeared on the screen and said, as the owner of AEW, I have vowed that we will stick to our stipulations. And so, no, Cody, you are not allowed to challenge for the world title. And he disappeared again. He didn't see him for a year. I'm fine with something like that. Like Jack Tunney showed up after the Hogan Warrior match, and he made some goofy ruling about how the match was so violent, I cannot in good conscience allow a rematch. Well, we never saw the guy again. But it was fine to have him come on the screen and spout that out and explain some storyline and then vanish again. I would be okay with that. But no, I don't need to see anybody, especially a heel. I'm sick of heel authority figures. I'm glad that Adam Pearce is like a babyface authority figure, for the most part. That's what it should be. You know, it, it should be that. You know, obviously they have to make tough decisions, and, and they are the lightning rod. You know, they, they need to make decisions sometimes that make the fans upset or, or, or give the good guy, you know, give the bad guy the win. You know, that's heat. That's, that's, that's getting heat. And using them, that's a way to do it. But for the most part, they should be on the side of, of, of good. They should be on the side of the fan because that's their job. They're working for a promoter and a company that is supposed to be putting smiles on faces. So that should be their role. All right, let's see what people are saying in the mailbag. We'll go back to more here later. Matt Hardy, this person said, brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant in his new heel role as Big Money Matt, who truly acts like a money-grabbing carny. I think it's money grubbing. Mm. He, alongside Private Party, pulled double duty on Dark and Impact last night. Yeah, he was Rick Rude last night. Matt is Private so Party good. Is... I think he's going to make Private Party superstars in 2021. They got to stop being geeks first. Is it Mark when No, it's not actually. It's Isaiah that screams like a woman. Uh, oh, when... go away, heat right there. I that I cannot. Matt, Matt should the... charge him a fee every time he does that. Really, and, and I hopefully they have a great redemption story for them because to me they just look like idiots and they look like geeks. Obviously they're young, but they were smart enough to be able to to line themselves with AEW and sign that contract. And now all of a sudden we're retroactively treating them as if they are. To me that this would have been a better angle actually for Top Flight coming in. That they could have done that because I don't even think they said the Top Flight was signed before they had that match with the Young Bucks. You know, or at least I don't know if it was presented that way. I mean they. In some ways, this thing is being retrofitted for a private party, and it probably would have been better for somebody else because it just really makes them look like gigantic idiots. And, like, that's all I'm taking from this is, look at these two young, talented guys who can do all these moves who are obviously morons. All right, this person here wants to know, who do I think is going to win the Dusty Classic? Well, the women's Dusty Classic. The way I look at it is, the men's Dusty Classic, the winners get a shot at the men's tag team titles. So the women's Dusty Classic, there are no NXT women's tag team champions. So they probably would get a shot somewhere or another at the, I guess it would be the Raw or SmackDown, or the WWE women's tag team champions. I'm trying to remember who they are. Shane and Nia? Who are the Raw women's tag team champions? Asuka and... Uh... Oh yeah, Asuka and Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, dear God. Okay, so who would not mind getting buried? Let's see here. <laughs> anyway, point is I think that the winning team is going to be somebody with a name that can face Charlotte and Asuka. 
So I would say it would probably be... Actually, I would not be surprised one bit if Shotzi and Ember Moon won. It's either them, them, or Dakota and Raquel, or Candice and uh, Indy. Anyway, back in a moment with Phone Calls, Wrestling Observer Live. Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust. And nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Matt Hardy, this person said, last night alone proved as a manager of private party he can make a great heel manager once his in-ring career is over. If he goes all in on that role, I'm fine with that. 
I'm also fine with going to the phones here today. If you'd like to give us a call, you're welcome to do so. Have something valuable to add to the program, please. I know it's asking a lot. 844-913-2727 is the phone number. 844-913-2727. And you may text 425-780-7566. Let's go to Tanner here. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Brian and Mike? How are you guys doing? Good. So I actually I actually have a prediction, a bold prediction. I know I'm kind of a couple weeks late on that one, but my my prediction is actually that uh, the late. winner is the winner of the Royal Rumble, and I don't know if he's coming back. I'm pretty sure he is, though. I think he's ready. Is Seth Rollins? I think he's going to come back and win and do like a shock thing. I might be way off on that. I don't know any of the backstage stuff on it, but I think that's who that's. I think that's like the surprise thing it's building to. And then second. Um, I want to know your thoughts on like the AEW's women's division. Do you think it's on like an uptick, or like do you think that there's a slow improvement, or that there could be great in like the next year or so, or do you think that it's still like far off from that? Um, thank you. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. You know, Seth Rollins was advertised to return weeks ago, actually, and they just didn't, and then he kept not returning. So now that you mention that, I mean, I was under the assumption that is probably going to be Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But if you've watched SmackDown, dude, this guy's losing every week on television. He's training with Otis and Chad Gable like a dork. I mean, I guess he could win and then go on and, and challenge Roman Reigns, but looking at WWE, if he truly feels that he's lost his step and that he wants to get younger guys over and he doesn't want to be in that position anymore... You could have Seth Rollins make his big return as a babyface father and do Roman Reigns Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So I do not Absolutely. rule that out. You're going to have to tie and end together, I think, still with Mysterio down the line. Although, actually, that's other wrestling promotions. WWE probably wouldn't feel like they had to do that. But for as much as I'd like to see Daniel Bryan, because I, I think it's a an easy, comfortable story, and I think him defeating Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble or him winning the Royal Rumble and then defeating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, I think that makes for a great story, but I think it's probably more realistic in the land of WWE that Daniel Bryan takes that L maybe at the February pay-per-view or something like that, or you know, you can still do that match, but Seth Rollins coming back as a surprise, winning the Royal Rumble, you bring him out to his old music, you almost just don't mention anything from where he's been, and, you know, he starts going right after Roman Reigns. I could see them really being behind that, and that being a, a thing for WWE to do, uh, more so than the, you know, the, the the happy story about Daniel Bryan, because they'll say they have a happy story with Seth Rollins. So I that's absolutely something you could do. Plus, it would just instantly just like that in my world, separate him from the character that he's been, which has been pretty awful. The Messiah thing just didn't work, and how they decided to frame it didn't work. So as fast as we can get away from that, I'd be okay with it. As far as the uh, AW women, I mean, I think they're all largely getting better. I mean, I don't know what more you can ask for. I mean, the best they can do is train and work matches on Dark. I mean, obviously, we'd be better if they could work, like, every single weekend and do indies and go all over the place, but you can't do that right now. So I think that everything, I don't know. I, I never saw this as a problem. I mean, no. I don't know if what it is, but for some people, it's a huge problem. I never saw it as a problem. Sometimes the matches are bad, sometimes they're good, and sometimes they're fine. 
and they will. They, it's more likely they will get better than worse, right? I mean, we've seen people yeah. improve, so I think everything is fine. You have passionate vocal minorities that are all trying to push what they think is important, and I'm not you know, dismissing any of their thoughts because, you know, it's all for them. It all means something. We need to have more, more women on the show. We need to feature this. We need to do that. That's all great and everything. But AEW, I think, is doing it the right way. Plus, they don't even have any access to any of their Japanese talent. You know, and I'm not the biggest fan of Riho there. I wouldn't have built, behind, you know, exactly behind her, but they really like her a lot, and people really like her a lot. So she's got a place on that show. To me, Yuka Sakazaki is a, a great example of somebody if they brought her back, and she had the ability to travel. I think she could get over in the States if given a regular role. So they're just working like everybody else against a lot of obstacles right now, but I think the way they've been doing things has been good, and Obviously, you know, for what's her name, Jade Cargill and Big Swole, not exactly the best representations of what they had. But, you know, Anna Jay and you see Ty Conti and Serena D being there. Thunder Rosa, obviously, even though she's not under contract. I mean, you know, there's just all these veterans that are there. As long as they continue to work with these young women, it, things are going to get better. It's just not going to be overnight. And it doesn't mean to, when you criticize some of these people as not being ready for prime time, it doesn't mean that you hate the women's division. And that's where a lot of those people that are all hung up about the AEW women's division need to, like, step back and settle down and realize not everybody is against them. All right, let's go to the great white north. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, it's Ben from uh, New Brunswick here. Um, I just uh, wanted to get your opinion on something. I've, I've only really been like back to watching wrestling for uh, a couple of years. And uh, I, I was remembering uh, an old episode of NXT where uh, it was just before Ricochet got called up. And he did this spot where like he flips out of the ring, like does a front flip over the top rope and like lands perfectly. Strolls right up to, I think, Velotine Dream or whatever. And it was just like such an incredible spot. Like, it was so unbelievable. And, and, and then you were saying, like, well, he's like a legitimate superhero. Vince loves superheroes. He's going to have a great time on the main roster. I mean, has there ever been like a bigger kind of like character botch? Like, is this, is this a result oh, of him getting over in the bro. Indies before he was in NXT? Or like, again, I'm, I'm kind of, again, I'm kind of like, you know, getting back into, wrestling so is there like examples over like the past like you know 10 to 15 years of are you serious a guy who was dude my friend new, like 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 i can't fail he was okay. a can't fail you know? my friend listen to me listen to me buddy <laughs> take a breath really listen he says he's just getting back into wrestling so he's That's asking a, a valid question 10 or 15 years though. bro I mean, there the are time, so many of these like mm. dude really? everybody that you watch on the main roster that came up from nxt like, quite frankly, I'm a big fan of Ricochet and everything like that, but when I watched how over Sami Zayn was as a babyface in NXT, like, to me, Sami Zayn had a far higher ceiling than Ricochet did. Ricochet is a great athlete, and he has great matches, but he is not a great promo, and he did not, I mean, even in NXT, he did not connect to the audience the way that Sami Zayn connected to the audience. And Sami Zayn is just like one name. I mean, you can go through every single person that has been called up from the main roster, or that has been called up to the main roster. Go back and watch the matches that they had in NXT when they were crowds. 
every one of them was more over there. I'm even talking people that are actually over on the main roster, like Sasha Banks. Go look at the reaction to them doing matches in NXT compared to the main roster. So, yes, he's one of dozens. I don't know what to say that we haven't said a million times. Mm. But, yes, it's sad, my friend, from the Great White North. It is sad. All right, let's go to New York City. You're on the air. What's going on? Uh, I wish I was in the city. I'm in upstate, unfortunately. But uh, I got two things. One, Cesaro's winning the Rumble. You can't convince me otherwise until he loses. And uh, That would be pretty good two, convincing if for, he actually lost. Sorry. This one's for Vinny. I remember the other week or month you were having like this crazy meltdown over the AEW Impact relationship. Have you watched Impact since then yet or no? Oh, that's for Vinny. Okay. All right. I want to thank you very Did much you for the call. Is he, aware, long for him. is he aware you're not Vinny? You're an errand boy, apparently, for Vinny now. I'm sure he'll like that. Well, I mean, he... Take his messages. He can't call Vinny, so he had to go through me. But I think Why he does... thought you were Vinny. Why doesn't he just tweet Vinny? And by the way, the right answer, the, show. the answer, my friend, I have no inside information, but I've, I've never been more positive of anything in my life. No, Vinny is not watching Impact. No. No. I'm sorry. All right, this person, this person, I'll bet you anything, is actually in New York. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, Corey from New York. What'd I Just tell you? wondering, do you think, <laughs> what a do you think the positives outweigh the negatives of AW signing Tessa Blanchard? Because, I mean, I know that she's got a lot of red flags, but she is, you know, I think a star, and I think she would really help the AEW women's division, and I do think that one of the things that a lot of people, why people, you know, harp on AEW's women's division is because I think besides that, a lot of people think that's the only thing that NXT really does better than AEW. So I'd love to get thoughts on uh, Tessa Blanchard at AEW if you think it's worth the uh, risk. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. It's hard to answer because I don't know what the, quote, risk would be. I know that there's been obviously a reputation, and the one thing that I can tell you about the AEW locker room is that from everything I've heard from everybody I've talked to, I mean, people love that locker room. And the idea of disrupting it in some way, I mean, it seems like ultimately every wrestling promotion at some point, somebody somewhere is going to end up disrupting the locker room. But you don't have yeah. to bring that in. But again, I don't know anything. I don't know how disruptive or not disruptive she would be, so I can't answer the question. But I can tell you that right now, I don't think they're looking at bringing in anyone who they feel would be disruptive to that locker room. I wonder if she's as sour and as moody as her daddy was, Tully. Well, that's her father. I've certainly heard stories, but I'm not there. So, well, and, the, and bottom line is the locker room is going to determine that. You know, and if Tony Khan is as close to his people as he, you know, professes to be or as he is pointed out to be, then he's going to yield to them because they're going to make that decision. Do we want her here or not? Is this juice worth the squeeze? You know, who's worked with her before? What do you have to say about it? Some of the things that she said, what do you have to say about that locker room? They're going to really determine that. And if they are for it, okay. But if they're not, and you can't, look, the locker room can't make every decision for you, but that's one of those ones where you're, if you're going to insert somebody in there, you know, that's why general managers and vice presidents of player personnel, the good ones, get paid lots and lots of money because, you know, that's how you got to determine how to fit those spots. But 
I'll say this, you know, and this is no offense to her. I don't think they necessarily need her right now. You know, she's unfortunately the one that needs the outlet as far as, you know, the, the places to show her wares to the most amount of people so she can maximize her career. You know, AEW's got all the leverage here, so we'll see what happens. This person here says, with more AEW stars coming over to Impact, can you see the Good Brothers beating the Young Bucks for the AEW tag titles at Revolution? Well, I, I talked about this a long time ago. It very much appears that Kenny Omega is going to win the Impact title. And to me, if you're doing a, quote, fair trade back and forth, the way that AEW presents their tag team titles, their tag team titles are... Their tag team champions are the world tag team champions, but two of them. It's not like the world champions up here and like in WWE, the tag champions are just these geeks. The AW tag team champions are the world champions, the dual world champions of the tag team division. So I would be, if I were Tony Khan, I would be totally fine. Kenny Omega wins the Impact title. Good Brothers beat the Young Bucks, win the tag team titles. And you go back and forth, do matches, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, AW gets their tag belts back. At some point, Impact's going to get their world title back, whoever that ends up being. But that's what I do. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Person here says there are people on social media apparently already complaining about the shortage of women in the Dusty Classic compared to the men's version. How dare they do a 16 woman tournament instead of 32? <laughs> Dude, I called this like a week ago when I read those wacky brackets. I'll make people mad here, but too bad. There's 20 regularly w- working women on the WWE main roster between Raw and SmackDown. So if you actually want equality, then to me, equality is like. An equivalent percentage. So having a 15-woman Royal Rumble where only the best 15 women from Ron SmackDown compete and then the winner gets a title shot, I mean, to me, that's not unfair at all. There's, there's simply, it is mathematical, there are simply less women who wrestle than men. So if there are enough men to easily do a 30-person Royal Rumble... Deciding you're only going to do a 15-woman Royal Rumble because there's only 20 women between the two rosters, this is not inequality. This is not unfair. It's just an equal percentage. It's trying to make the thing prestigious. Instead of just, uh, now we need to find 10 women to, to get from wherever that you know are not going to win, and we're just going to throw them in there to make sure that there's also 30 there. And if NXT doesn't exist in the men's world, why should it exist in the women's world? Or are they not going to do that? It's going to be all people from the past, like Trish or, or whoever. I, again, I, they are all over the place in lots of things that they do, and this is just another example of it. Right time, everybody. Later on tonight, myself and Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Radio, talking AEW and NXT. Denise as well on our YouTube page, video.f4wonline.com. I want to thank Mike as always, callers and listeners in the studio, Twitch homies. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.